My guest today is a multiple award winner and the first African American to be awarded an Academy Award for directing and producing for documentary short subjects for his film Music by Prudence. He has produced and directed many hours of documentary work for network and cable television. His latest film, which debuted at Sundance Film Festival, God Loves Uganda, examines the role of the Christian right in America and their religious and political influence in Uganda, including their influence on the controversial bill that would call for the death penalty for LGBT Ugandans. Welcome, Roger Ross Williams. Hi, it's great to be here. So, what was the genesis and the beginning of the film for you? Like, how did you get started on this subject? Um, well, um, when I was shooting music by Prudence in Zimbabwe, I was struck by the incredible sort of, you know, religious sort of zealotry in um, sub-Saharan Africa. And, um, you know, there were churches on every corner in, in Zimbabwe and people praying in the field. And I, w and I was like, this is interesting. And so I um, wanted to explore that more. And then when I heard about the anti-homosexuality bill in Uganda and the religious sort of forces behind it, it sort of led me to Uganda. That's how it all started. Hmm. So how soon into uh, the, the bill and these things happening with that uh, was the film, did you start shooting the film? Um, I started shooting the film in 2010. I think my first trip was in 2010, so it was like sort of a year after the bill had been introduced. Um, uh, so it was a, yeah, yeah and I have been, you know, shot 2010, 2011, and um, 2012 for like three years. Hmm. Well, I, I'm, I'm curious too, because obviously in, in press and whatnot for this film, you've talked a lot about, you know, not only your work on your prior short, but also just yourself growing up religious. How did that affect the filmmaking here and what you are interested in filmmaking in general? Um, well, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm interested in, you know, filmmaking is a very personal process, um, and I'm interested in, you know, you sort of see what you know, and I'm interested in, uh, you know, films about things that sort of touch me emotionally, and, um, you know, I grew up in the Black Baptist Church, I grew up singing in the choir, my father was a leader in the church, and my sister's a minister, and um, you know, I've never felt really accepted by the church, so I'm being a gay man, and I, so I, um, you know, I'm always looking to explore that, and for me to go to the sort of scariest, darkest place of, you know, where um, it's, you know, actually um, life-threatening and dangerous to be gay, I, you know, I, I went there because I want to sort of challenge myself, and I want to, um, and I want to grow, and it was, for me, it was an interesting experience um, to actually meet um, anti-gay pastors who were vehemently anti-gay and spend time with people who didn't believe, who believed that I was sexually broken. Hmm. Now, were you kind of, I mean, because you were shooting a lot in Uganda and also dealing with these groups, were you kind of more covert about that and not really open about that? Or just so that you could, you know, kind of have that access? Or were, was that something that you said kind of out front? Uh, well, you can't be open with um, the Ugandan anti-gay. It's, it's still illegal in Uganda to be gay. And these are pastors who, you know, are, 
vehemently anti-gay. So, so um, no, I was not open with them, but I was open with the American uh, missionaries who, um, in spite of knowing that I'm gay, still cooperated with the film. And, you know, the there was a point where even the... Um, Ameri- the African um, anti-gay pastors found out that I was gay, and they um, and it was pretty scary. They confronted me uh, as a group, and I um, and um, they decided that they would um, try to pray for me and heal me um, instead of harm me. Uh, so um, there was a lot of sort of praying on both from both from the American evangelicals and from the African um, anti-gay pastors over me. So yeah, how how is dealing with that in just trying to make the film and I mean I know for myself you know as someone who who grew up evangelical and everything it was you know in many ways it was kind of like these you know frustrating flashbacks in a lot of ways um like what was that like and how were you able to kind of you know be patient and deal with that and everything like what was your process there you know, I have to. I have to keep telling myself that I'm there to document um, this particular moment in history and a thing and something that's going on, and I need to um, not, you know, take any of this personally or not internalize any of it. And I and I'm a documentarian, and, and you, and even when I was sitting there and someone saying to me, you know. They're like animal. Gay people are like animals, and they should be. You know, pastor would say kind of crazy things to me. Um, a Ugandan pastor, and I would be like, just like, yeah, you know, I just, um, you know. But it was tough. You know, I would go back to my hotel, and I'd be like, that was rough, and it's emotionally draining. It's a very emotionally draining thing. And I would come back from Uganda, and it took me a couple of weeks to, you know, sort of shake it all off. Mm-hmm. Was it hard for that same reason when you got into the edit room? Um, yeah, yes, but it's um, you know, you're you're. I'm when I'm in the edit room. I'm I was there with you know, I had two brilliant editors who you know had a totally who weren't who wasn't on the ground. So you know they came with a different perspective. So I sort of I you know came at the material differently in the edit room because. You know, I'm with these fresh eyes who are seeing and experiencing it and, and analyzing my experience. So it was a little different in the edit room. And I'm also, you know, back home, safe. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. So when it comes to the editing or just, like, the overall framing of the film, like, what was that process like figuring out, like, how you wanted to, you know, put this together and, you know, look at the different people and the, the way you had it structured? Um, you know, it, it was important to me that this was a religious argument between the two sides of religion, the side that, that it was like, so like Bishop Christopher and Kapi Koma, who are all about inclusiveness and that God and, 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 and faith is open to everyone. And, and the other side that, um, it, that it's not, that faith is not available to, um, people who they perceive as sinners, um, whether it's homosexuals or women who have sex outside of marriage. Um, so it was about, it was, and that was, it was about that debate. And as long as I kept it in that world, um, then, you know, I, I could stay focused on, on what kind of film I wanted to make. Mm. What was the, some of the response from, 
people at Sundance, both religious or not, that you experienced there? I think that, um, you know, there was a there was a range of responses at Sundance. I think that there was, I was surprised by the, um, some of the uh, evangelical community who showed up who wanted to um, have a dialogue, who didn't want to want to be labeled as violent, who didn't want to, their, them, who, who didn't want to have, you know, blood on their hands, so to speak, from, um, uh, and wanted to um, figure out a way that, um, that, you know, America, you know, they, they didn't export hate, they didn't, that there was, they exported, you know, love instead of hate. So there was that. There were a few people um, who showed up who were hostile, you know, um, who would stand up and, you know, in Q&As and say, you know, you're, you're, um, uh, you're, Sodom, you're, you know, Sodom and Gomorrah and, and, you know, cite kind of stuff like that. And there were people who approached me and said, you know, gay people are possessed by demons. You know? So I got a wow. range of why wow that it's surprising i mean i know obviously it's utah but it's surprising it's not a response it's not something that you usually hear Uh, that's that's definitely surprising but i mean i'm glad to hear though that it was a good range of response and that seemingly you know there there seems to be a, a good kind of wrestling with the material yeah i think a lot of people were shocked. I think a lot of people didn't really know sort of how extreme it is in Uganda and how a lot of that that sort of what seems like innocent sort of rhetoric about, um, you know, homosexual becomes ramped up in Africa and how people take the law into their own hands in Africa and how it's just dangerous. What seems like, you know, simple culture war rhetoric in America, um, it takes a very different tone in, in Uganda. Hmm. Now, uh, just out of curiosity for yourself, um, you know, obviously music, uh, music with Prudence, uh, by Prudence is, uh, is, uh, set in Zimbabwe. This is about Uganda. Um, is this kind of going to be a theme of your work that, you know, studying Africa and religion in Africa? Uh, no, <laughs> um, uh, th- I'm done with Africa. <laughs> I, I can't say that I'm done with Africa, but, but, um, but I, um, you know, I'd like to make a film, and uh, you know, somewhere that's not Africa. Um, the next film, um, you know, and diversify. Uh, you know, this sort of just. Uh, I wasn't even expecting to make another film in Africa. I just um, uh, sort of found myself there um, and drawn to this story. But um, uh, you know, I want to tell stories from you know lots of all over the world, from lots of different diverse diverse stories from different continents. So I'm going to explore other places. Awesome. Well, uh, also too, kind of going back to religion, you know, obviously this idea of, you know, you follow uh, this the International House of Prayer and these young kids who are missionaries, and you know, uh, like, I mean, it's definitely one of those things if you grow up religious, hearing about missions. Um, do you think, hopefully, that a film like this can kind of open up? the dialogue of missions and maybe show that missions in and of itself, even, you know, for really noble intentions has kind of a darker side. I hope, I mean, I hope so. I hope that, um, that, um, you know, mission people who go on mission trips are, are better trained and better prepared and more aware of the culture they're going into. Um, I think just sort of, you know, going into a culture, um, 
sort of ignorant of that culture and their customs and um, you, you, they need a little bit more education to understand exactly what they're doing. Um, but I think missionaries do great work. I think there's, um, you know, they build schools and hospitals and, and, and help feed the hungry. And, um, and I think that that's all great. I think just think we need to just, you know, be careful of the message we're preaching in the place and understand the culture there. Right, right. Well, you know, it, it's it's definitely, ex- like, really interesting and definitely disturbing, though, too, because, I mean, it seems like sometimes one starts to wonder how much, and I feel like maybe there's probably this in- struggle within them, you know, I don't know, but, like, how much they're exporting the Western way of life to them versus necessarily you know, a transformative, let's change your lives for the better. Yeah, I mean, you know, America represents so much. America, um, you know, a a white kid from America represents so much to um, a a poor African. They represent, you know, money and wealth and power and, um, and, you know, but it doesn't translate. You know, that person is still poor and living in a village in Africa and they, and, um, and here comes this kid sort of, you know, with their sort of, you know, American, you know, wide-eyed and with their American sort of idealism. And, and they, and it's, you, you know, you just can't just sort of impose your culture on, on them. You have to understand their culture and where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. Now, what, what did you learn most or were surprised most when you were making this film? Um... I think that what I was mostly surprised by was the um, was getting to know um, uh, sort of you know fundamentalist evangelicals who were who I had sort of and even maybe even in my own head sort of you know even demonized getting becoming friends with them understanding how they think and actually um, uh, you know the walls that separated us started to sort of break down and and I can say that, um, you know, I'm actually, I actually am friends with a lot of the, the characters in my film, and, and, you know, I mean, once you, you spend all that time together, and you share a meal together, and you can start to, ha- and you start to have a dialogue and a discussion, and they start to grow and understand you, and, and I start to grow and understand them, and it helps sort of, it helps to, you know, solve this sort of, you know, problem, and um, that was really, that was really amazing. That was sort of like, you know, it was like sort of me confronting you know, the other side, so to speak, and, and actually um, learning from that experience. Mm. Now, were there any specific films that you kind of used as reference points for yourself when, like, the type of style or approach of the film, or did that kind of come organically? It, it kind of came organically. There are films that, you know, that, um, uh, you know, inspired me. You know, films like kind of like Darwin's Nightmare, which is, you know, about, you know, same similar thing about, you know, an outside force sort of in African culture. Um, obviously, films like Jesus Camp. Yeah. <laughs> with, um, you know, um, a lot of times I thought I was on the set of Jesus Camp. Yeah, she, it felt that way when you were watching. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so there, there, you know, there are lots of films that inspire me, but it, you know, comes pretty organically mm. to... Now, you know, for people who are, you know, 
listening to this and are aspiring to be filmmakers or, you know, anything that you would, you know, say that you learned or that you would impart about, you know, filmmaking and especially filmmaking, you know, that's documentary and, and dealing with such kind of weighty and like controversial subjects, you know, what would be your advice to people like that? I would say, um, you've got to really challenge yourself in that you've got to go, you've got to make films about things that, um, you're maybe even afraid to make films of, you're afraid to face. You've got to like, um, because then you're going to get the, your, the, such, you're going to get this passion, you're going to get this, um, emotion that, um, you know, out of the film and out of the, 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 the process and out of the subject. So it needs to be, um, it needs to be personal. It needs to be something that you're that you are passionate about, and I think I think it needs to be something that you're even a little afraid of. You have to sort of you know be a little bit scared because you're and take a little and take a risk and and explore something that's you know maybe um, you're afraid to face because then you're going to really get something something um, important. Yeah, definitely. Well, like. So was that kind of the process for you that when you first started, it was kind of something that scared you a little bit. And so that's why you kind of pursued it. Absolutely. Absolutely. It terrified me, you know? So, um, yeah. And that's why I pursued it. That's why, you know, I sort of went head on into, into, into the fire. to speak. Right. Definitely. Well, I, Roger Ross Williams, thank you so much for sitting down with me. I really appreciate the film. I definitely think, it is one that I really, you know, I think it hopefully will complicate how people think of missions and religion and, you know, all these things. And especially, I mean, I think any any works that are telling us, like, what's going on over there in Uganda and everything, which I think a lot of times we just kind of get in scattered news stories, is extremely important. And I hope, you know... Uh, once you that I don't know if you all have a distributor yet, but I really hope that uh, um, it can get out there and get to as many people as possible. Yes, yes, it will. Um, it'll be on um, either end of this year or beginning of next year on um, PBS on Independent Lens. Oh, great! That is exciting to hear. I'm really glad to hear that, and I will definitely remember to add that into my notes and everything. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much once again, Roger great. Ross Williams. All right, thank you.